1: NBA second half starts tonight, the storyline you're tracking. Here's one, LeBron James out tonight versus Golden State. Here's another, Jason Tatum fielding face of the NBA questions. Here's another, another, Durant responding to Barkley. And another, 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 Doc Rivers to a very good looking panelist here about how hard it is to coach the NBA with the Bucks. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe you'll pick an actual so game that God. you're looking forward to in the second half of the season. Let's go around the horse.
2: I'm he so is getting God. $40 million. That kind of softens the block. Good job out of ice,
1: though, getting to the scoop there. We'll I, I agree with that, days. Frank. How about this? Will Boston run away with the Eastern Conference? Or how the West will be won between Minnesota, OKC, the Clippers, your Nuggets, Woody Page? Two storylines around gameplay and not just playing games. But I'm not going to yuck your yum. If you're tracking drama, go for it. Number one storyline of the second half. Around the horn to you, Frank Isola.
2: Well, I'm fascinated by Minnesota and Oklahoma City to see how they do. And I know a bunch of the panelists want me to be a homer and talk about the New York Knicks. But for me, I'll be really self-serving. I got a chance to talk to Doc Rivers in Indiana. And I I think it's the Milwaukee Bucks. They fired their coach with 30 wins. Doc takes over. He's coached 10 games. They're 3-7. They've made excuses about the schedule, the travel. Let's remember, they got knocked out of the first round last year as the number one seed. They make a big trade to get Damian Lillard. A lot is on Doc, but a lot's on Giannis and also Damian Lillard to make a big run here in the second half and in the playoffs.
1: Justin Tinsley, number one storyline you're tracking, second half.
3: NBA season. Is this the year Boston finally gets it done? When I look at this team, no one has a better top six than the Boston Celtics. They're they're forty three and right. excuse me forty three and twelve coming out the All Star break. They're the best team in the league in in terms of offensive efficiency. They're third in defensive defensive mm-hmm. efficiency rather. But there's still a lot of questions about this team. Will the health of Porzingis and Horford hold up through a postseason run? This is really a three point dependent team. And honestly, man, like, I, when I look at them, they don't attack the rim at all. So they're a great team, but they're not a fear-invoking great team. And Jason Jason Tatum it fa- face-of-the-league questions. Well, guess what? Over the next four months, if, if this is what you really want, Jason, leave no doubt. It has to be unimpeachable. If you're going to be the face of the league, you have to mash everybody Everybody else's faces in.
1: I want to have a follow up on that, but first to Woody Page, your number one storyline on you're tracking in the second half of the NBA.
4: Yeah, well, I knew Frank was going to talk about the Knicks, and we know that Bill's going to talk about the Lakers and the Clippers. Justin, I don't know where you are, so I don't know what team you're really <laughs> talk about. But I, I never know where you was are. About, <laughs> the question was about the second half of the regular season. You're talking about the NBA finals already. Mm-hmm. We're not there. It is. Obviously, one through four in the Western Conference, and I have continued to say that I thought the Clippers would take over at the end of February. But you look at that Timberwolves schedule the rest of the season, they have dominance at home. They're 17-10 and 10 in home games against visiting teams. They've already played the toughest part of their schedule. So I can see the Timberwolves with that big two they have. Actually, if Towns wants to score 50, do it in a real game, not in the All-Star game. But I think that only three games uh, Suspend those, three te- those four teams, and we're going to see just a dogfight the rest of the regular season in the Western Conference. That's the storyline, guys.
1: I've got Minnesota 19-5 and five at home, Woody, even better than you said. And on the road, they're, they're as good as anybody as well. We'll go to Bill Plasky right. now. Number one storyline for the second half.
0: Tony, before we get into this, I've got to get something off my chest. I know I'm it's not like a homer here, but why isn't LeBron playing tonight? LeBron James missed mm. the last game before the All-Star break. He's missing the first game after the All Star break. Yet he played in the All Star game. I don't understand that. I don't understand where his commitment is. This well, is a big he game Well, didn't he tweak something the
1: in the All Star game? Right?
0: Isn't that the reporting here? Well, well he shouldn't. Have, he 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 didn't play the, the day before the All Star game. The game second last half. game before. it, So he he knew he knew he was hurt. He knew he was hurt, and he played anyway. I know he's supposed to represent the league, but it just bothers me that he didn't play. But anyway, the, the, the storyline for the second half is the Clippers. They're the best team in the NBA since December. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have not, when they play together, they have not lost a playoff series. When they played the whole series together, this team can steal the championship.
1: When? when is, is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that topic. But you're tracking the Clippers here. And as Woody said, the Western Conference those top four. And the home court playing through is going to be fascinating. I want to go back to the Jason Tatum fielding questions both at the All-Star Weekend and then with the Athletics saying it's mine to take. Face of the league, Frank Isola. How'd that land with you?
2: Well, he's a good-looking guy. He's a great player, but the fans decide that he would be my only thing. He plays for the Boston Celtics. He plays in high-profile games, but most fans, except for those outside of Boston, root for the Celtics to lose. So I don't know if you can be that guy. I don't know who it's going to be. Can it be an international player? What about Shea Gildas-Alexander? From Canada, I'm not sure who the face of the league is going to be, but whoever it is, to Justin's point, you need to win.
1: But there is no face of the league, right? That's just something people say. You're not really vying for that. If you have to make the argument you are, are you really that to begin with? That's, that, that's my whole point. We've been horned. We'll move on. Let's talk college football. Nick Saban, soon to be one of you people working for ESPN, <laughs> sat down with ESPN's Chris Lowe in Tuscaloosa, from his office as an advisor still on the campus of Alabama and he said he wants to be a voice for change in college football. He said that college football now is not college football as we knew it. He said there are no student athletes. Bill Plasky around the horn on saving on college football not being college football anymore.
0: Yeah he's right. College football is not as we knew it. It's better than we knew it. The, the, the ratings for the championship game this year were up the, the best in the last four years. People are loving the game. They're loving the excitement of the game. Nick Saban is speaking from the vantage point of, an old, of a former coach who retired because he couldn't, didn't want to deal with the NIL and the players are getting paid. But that's the that's a, that's a way of life now. And, and he talks about players changing teams because they want to get their, their, get money. That's what coaches have done forever. The players are just finally getting their share. There's nothing wrong with that. Nick Saban, he came to the voice of college football or the conscience because he comes from the vantage point of a, of a, of a former coach. He's too involved.
1: Right, guys, Sola, how'd you hear Saban?
2: Well, well, I mean, Bill, I think people are always going to watch these national championship games because they're always rooting for the front of the jersey, and I think Nick Saban – obviously is one of the all-time great coaches. I think his heart is in the right place. My only thing would be the product. I think it's pretty good. I think he's really referring to NIL and the transfer portal. And I don't know how you, you, you can control that, but there does seem to be an issue with everyone just leaving whenever they want. And, you know, some teams can afford to pay a lot of players. I think that's what he's probably touching on. And it is funny coming from coaches who, if you coach at Alabama, you're making a lot more than some of your contemporaries are. But I think everyone realizes there is an issue here with NIL and the Transfer portal. It's great that everyone's getting paid, but there needs to be some type of system—a better system—put in place. Justin Sinsley.
3: Yeah, like when Saban talks, everyone's going to listen. He's the greatest of all, uh, greatest of all. uh, Excuse me, greatest of all time. So his words carry weight. Now, what change comes about—that remains to be seen. But I want to respond to something that Adam Schefter posted. He mentioned that uh, many coaches within college don't want to coach within the college ranks anymore. They want these NFL jobs. Look, does college football need change? Of course it does. But but here are two things th- that are never owed to anybody, especially in co- college football. Money and power. They're not loyal to anybody but themselves. Money and power, that is. So, so like when I hear that, it reeks of like, oh, let me take my ball and go home. Because guess what? There's only but so many jobs within the NFL. There's less jobs in the NFL than there is in college. And, and when I look at it, it may be a good thing. Maybe. It, it, you know, cleanse college football or some of these coaches that don't want to be here. Bring in a new generation of college football coaches that understand the landscape because guess what? Much like dial internet, we're not going back to the old days of college football. That's not coming back at all. Woody Page.
4: The Saban wants to be the voice now. Why wasn't he the voice three or four years ago talking about what was going on in college football? Because he was taking advantage of it. That's the case. Sweeney at Clemson years ago said... I'll t- I'll pay the players out of my salary. That's what they should have been doing: is giving them the money across the board rather than paying ten players of the ninety. Make that them are employees. On your I think is
1: what you're saying here, Woody Page, and that's been an argument Abs- that has been echoed by absolutely.
4: many. Absolutely, his voice is going to be like the four of ours or the five of us because he's going to be on game day. Once no, you no, meet, a, it, You think his voice is going to be <laughs> he's heard? Be he's going to be Nick Saban. He's be in those Geico and, and,
1: commercials. I, I appreciate Woody. I mean, he's going to be Nick Saban, as Tinsley said, the face and the greatest coach of all time. Plash, I'll let you back in.
0: You got to understand, the players getting paid are only the top five to ten percent of the players. Eighty percent, 90 percent of the players are still playing college football. They're still student athletes. We're talking about the best of the best. There's nothing wrong with them getting paid their what they're worth. There's nothing wrong with them moving around the country to find their, the, the right home for them. The coaches need to adjust. Justin's right. It needs <laughs> adjust. <laughs> that I said the last word.
2: And and again, you could say a lot of these older coaches don't want to deal with it. But when you have Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, Jay Wright, uh, Nick Saban, as Justin mentioned, a lot of coaches don't even want to be coaching uh college football anymore. There is an oh, issue boo. Is okay. does need to do be you believe that with- boo hang on when you're boo. getting good coaches, it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt the product. We'll let you come finish. on now. Right. Coaching does matter.
1: So, do you, so you believe there's a coaching issue? People don't want are they gonna be taking volunteers now to coach in college football? Is, is that what it's gonna come I down to? I don't think
3: so. No. You never no. have to look for volunteers uh, in the college I was football. I'm following Brandon
1: TV. Marcello. I hope I Maybe Marcelo, Marcello, Marcello, uh, uh, 24/7, and he said 22 college coaches joined the NFL this cycle. 15 NFL coaches joined the college jobs this cycle, and then seven more came from other professional leagues to join it. So that's that's even, 22 in, 22 out. We'll take a break. Fires on next. Great point, Tony. That's Marcello, not me. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
3: No disrespect to Kevin, Kevin's a follower. He's not a leader. He's proven that on all his stops. I'm not as charismatic as my peers. I don't have a personality that's like fit for TV, like my peers. Gotta sell what you're doing as well. And I haven't sold it enough, you know? And I feel like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I want people to call me a leader, but I also don't want people to say I'm not one either
2: how do you hear Durant there and what you buy what you sell? I mean, there's so many different forms of leadership. A guy that bounces around team to team that doesn't seem to be the characteristics of a leader. When he was on the Brooklyn Nets, could he have done more to maybe step in when Kyrie and James Harden weren't getting along. But on the court, when it comes to playing, being unselfish and defending and doing everything the right way and competing, then he's a leader. Okay, but you
1: are picking up what Barkley's putting down a little bit with the changing teams. And Bill Plaschke, how would you hear? Durant respond to Barkley, in a matter of speaking.
0: I've covered several NBA finals, Tony, and every one of those, the MVP was a leader. He is a two-time finals MVP. That should be the end of the discussion. You can lead on the court. You can lead a lot of different ways. He's, he's, in some ways, he's the ultimate leader. Woody Page?
4: I'm agreeing with Barkley. I don't think a leader, and with with a leader doesn't change teams all the time. A leader is LeBron James. I think we know the definition of a leader he, when we see Well, he's changed he's teams of before, of Woody. He's
1: been on a number of teams. Yeah. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. And he didn't play against Golden State. Oh, that's, I don't know why you keep on going back to that. Go ahead, Woody. Finish up.
4: One of the most accomplished scorers in the history of the NBA and a great player but not a leader like a LeBron James or a guy in uh, Boston that we talked about earlier.
1: Jason Tatum is is more of a leader to you than Kevin Durant. Justin Tinsley, I turn to you.
3: God rest his soul. My grandfather, a former college football coach, used to to tell me all the time, leadership is like a fingerprint. It's going to look different on everybody else. And Kevin Durant, ESPN ranked the NBA 75. They had Kevin Durant ranked at 12th. You're not a follower if you're the 12th best basketball player of all time. And when he steps in that locker room, when he steps on that court, you notice. And if you're a teammate of Kevin Durant, you look at him like, this guy gives us a chance to win on any given night. That's leadership right there. I thought this
1: was a breath of fresh air from Durant when he was admitting everybody's personalities, introverted, extroverted, are different. You know, you can get critical of him for how he responds to people on Twitter maybe. Maybe, but, but this, this honesty with himself, yeah. I thought was impressive. We'll move on.
2: Hard-hitting questions from his age Fire,
1: sell, to settle down. Mahomes rules. Here's Antonio Pierce on Max Crosby's podcast.
3: We got the Jordan rules, and we, he, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons? The Pistons used to whoop it. Anytime he came to the home, elbows, yeah. filling them, love taps. We touched them. we in the head mentally, physically, emotionally. Spiritually, I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped.
1: Bill, buy or sell the Mahomes rules as you hear from Antonio Pierce.
3: On Christmas
0: day, the Raiders pinned the biggest upset of Mahomes' career on him. 10 quarterback hits, uh, four sacks, and he didn't didn't score an offensive touchdown. They, They work, the Mahomes rules works. I'm buying it. Woody Page?
4: I'm also buying it because every coach that I've talked to over his career, and there have been a number of them in Denver during that, has said to me, you got to outscore the Chiefs. That's not really the case. you got to play defense against Mahomes, meaning that you hold him down. And that's exactly what the Raiders did in that final meeting. We're really putting
1: a lot of stock in this one win in December.
3: Go ahead, Justin Tinsley. The first rule about the Mahomes rules is you never talk about the Mahomes rules. (laughs) He loves stuff like this. And I love Pearson Crosby restoring that energy to the Raiders. But but context matters. The Jordan rules were in place before Michael Jordan won his first Mm -hmm. championship. Patrick Mahomes already got three of them things.
1: Frank Gaisola.
2: Bingo, Justin. And here's the thing. Baltimore and the 49ers also did a pretty good job on Patrick Mahomes. If you're Antonio Pierce, you already have the job. Why are you going public with that? Because you know what Michael Jordan and Patrick Mahomes are going to do? They're going to put that in the back of their head, and they're going to take your little rules and throw them out the window the next time you play them. Not smart to, to poke the bear on that one.
1: Buy or sell three. Goals number 50 and 51 for Austin Matthews last night. His absurd season continues. We're only 55 games into the season. 51 means the pace for Matthews right now is 76 goals. That would be the fifth most ever. Only Gretzky, Lemieux, and Brett Hall above. Woody, this is ludicrous to even say, but I go to you for Luda, over or under 76 goals for
2: Matthews. <laughs>
4: I'm going to take the over, although my wise guy in Vegas tells me the actual (laughs) over-under is is 75.5. Okay. That's a tough call. (laughs) But he's going to end up being the best U.S.-born player in the history of the National Hockey Mm. League. You think about it. There haven't been that many. Madano maybe stands Mm -hmm. out more than anybody else. But, yeah, I think he's going to do it. He's had nine goals in the last four games. Man's on an incredible pace.
3: Preston Tinsley, over-under 76. I'm taking the over because this guy is that good, and he's only 26 years old. He, he has 15 multi-goal games in 55 games. That's the most since 1992-93, and there's a lot of crossover appeal in, in this guy. He needs to be celebrated far beyond uh, hockey circles because his talent is that rare, and he will go down as the greatest American hockey player of all time. Right, Guy Sola.
2: I think he's going to be just under, and as everyone knows, the big milestone in hockey is 50-50. and 50. Gretzky did it three times. When Mike Bossy did it with the Islanders, it had been 36 years yeah. since Maurice Richard had done it. 50 big deal. With, with the Canadian, Cam Gats Neely activity. did
1: it about 30 years ago. It hasn't been done 50 and 50 in some time. This is 50 and 55 team games, 54 games for Matthews Plashke. Can he oh. get 76 as the over/under? Let's see.
0: I know he's, he's going to go under. Too, too few players have done this. It's too difficult. But he he will be the best player ever. U.S. born player. It's also very cool. He's Mexican American. And that opens the whole game oh, up to the true. Latino cool. community. That's a very cool thing about it. Right,
1: him. so that was uh, unanimous, the best American-born. I think Medano's in that conversation. Chris Chelios, another. Chelios is going to yeah, be honored be this, this weekend. That'd Who's coming different. to the honor? Michael Jordan showed Michael's up for Chris no Chelios, though. <laughs> so You've got to have him on the list. A couple other.
2: Maybe Pippen will be, be up. Anyway? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, thank mm-hmm. you, Bill Plaschke and Woody Page. We have a Justin Tinsley, Frank Isola showed up next.
4: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Inter Miami 2, Reality Salt Lake, nothing. That's how MLS <laughs> season starts. That's how year two with Messi commences. He set up both goals. And if you're looking at... The betting lines. Messi, far and away favorite for Golden Boot. Miami, far and away favorite to win the cup. They were second to last last year, Frank. Could that really be true? Do you believe they're the favorites?
2: I'm not buying it. Messi's got Copa America this summer. Plus, I watched that game last night. All those Barcelona retirees, Messi, Busquets, Jordi Alba, Luis Suarez. That's a lot of games, a lot of minutes. The the season doesn't end until November. I'm not buying Mm -hmm. it.
3: Let me tell you, if you have Messi on your team, you have championship aspirations. He didn't come over to Miami just for the weather and the beaches. He came over there to win a title. And when you're there and when Messi is on your team, that is the only expectation. And the money. And the money. Yeah. That that that's a great concept. One of
1: my favorite photos the Apple Money when he came over was him shopping at the grocery store to pick up American cereals. He came over for the cereal as well. And everything else. Said, ah,
2: no. It wasn't staged. It wasn't staged. <laughs> we'll move on. Last
1: night. College basketball, number 17, Kentucky, up 15 in the second half, but an LSU buzzer beater put back, giving the Tigers the win. And across the SIC, SEC reverse, Florida, double digit lead, blown to Alabama, tied, taking it from the Gators in overtime. Come back, it was more impressive to you, Justin
4: Titson?
3: Yeah, I'm going with the LSU Kentucky game. I love seeing Angel Reese storm the floor, but that game had the most outrageous moment in sports last night. When John Perry was asked why he left his presser early, he said uh, Kentucky's next game is an early game. He need to get ready for it. The next game <laughs> ain't until Saturday, and it's four p.m. <laughs> All right, I still have a year.
2: What are you trying to say? I'm going to go with Alabama, but I will say this about Angel Reese. What are they now? They're probably paying her to attend. That's how popular she's become. <laughs> she should have stayed on brand. She should have walked up to the Kentucky well, players be, and, them, the court and was to them cool, a little so. bit.
1: I hear you. The thing with Calipari <laughs> post game, Justin. There's been a thing all year, right? He left once. He had a radio interview to do, and all these things. It's a been a talking for He's he's been fleeing post game quickly. Frank Isola. Today's FaceTime. 30 seconds.
2: Wow. Well, Once upon a time, a long time ago, I went to a college basketball game. I was a student in Maryland. I went to see number one Georgetown play number one St. John. Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, John Thompson, Luke Karnaseka. Last night, those two teams played in Washington. There were less than 5,000 people there. Kalen Clark... LSU, South Carolina, Juju Watkins just tells you how big the women's game is. By the way, little update on a story where Rick Pitino said, I wasn't really insulting those players. Last night, he apologized for insulting those players. So I guess all is well and good now at St. John's. They got a win and Rick Pitino's happy. Thank
3: you, Frank. Justin Tinsley, a last word for you. Yeah, I want to celebrate the life of Rosalind Libby. She is the mother of one of my really good friends. Uh, She recently passed away my love and prayers to her family.